Welcome to Equipped and Established, a podcast of Valley Bible Church where we seek to equip people with the Word of God to be established in the truth. Hey everyone, this is episode 16 of the Equipped and Established podcast. Thanks for listening. Today's episode is part of our 10-minute theology series where we talk about a certain topic of theology in around 10 minutes. This week we are continuing to dive deeper into the initial subject of theology proper, which is the study of God in general, and we're continuing our kind of marching through here the various attributes of God, and so what characterizes him, what are his attributes. And so today we're going to be focusing on the reality that God is eternal. And so when you hear the word eternal, what do you think of? I think for most of us, probably we think of like a long stretch of time. We think of eternity and that's on the right track. That's heading in the right direction here. And, um, but when we speak of God being eternal, we mean that God has no beginning or end. So it's kind of that eternal both directions, not just never ending, but also never beginning at the same time. And so um, the reality is too, like he has kind of always existed presently he has always existed he presently exists and will always exist that's kind of his eternality here and we see a couple passages from the bible talk about this and so um kind of getting that insight here from scripture psalm 90 verse 2 it says before the mountains were brought forth or ever you had formed the earth and the world from everlasting to everlasting you are god okay so again we have that echoing that everlasting, everlasting. That's like a way of communicating that eternality is before the foundations of the world, okay? And then even New Testament, Revelation uh, chapter 1, verse 8 says, I am the Alpha and the Omega, says the Lord God, who is and who was and who is to come, the Almighty. And so you see the Lord declaring himself the Alpha and Omega. That's a reference to the Greek alphabet, where the first letter of the Greek alphabet was alpha, the last letter is omega, and so he is claiming to be the first and the last, essentially the beginning and the end, okay, that he is all of that. And notice also in that description that the Lord describes himself as the one who is, so he's present, and then he describes himself as who was, that's the past, and who is to come, future, Okay, and so he is all those things. He is the one who is, who was, and who is to come. And so, since God is eternal, this essentially means that he is not bound by time, or you can say he is not limited by time. And we can just understand this even like kind of logically here as we think of the very beginning of scripture, Genesis 1.1, in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. We see God existed really before the beginning. So like before the very beginning of the first day, God existed. And so it appears then that when God created the universe, he created time. And so this would indicate that God is outside the bounds of time since he created it. Okay. And he existed before it. So he is outside the bounds of time, or as we'd say, he is not limited by time. And so then What exactly does that look like to not be limited by time? And this is where 
all right, you got to kind of strap in, get ready. Uh, this is a little harder for us to fully grasp here because the reality is we as humans are limited by time. And so um, we experience time differently in a sense. And so God is actually re- going to relate to time differently than us. And so one of the main ways that God relates differently to time than we do is his ability to see and experience everything, so past, present, future, as current realities. Okay, does that kind of make sense? That since he is the Lord over time, God is able to be fully present at every point in time. This means that he is simultaneously present at the beginning of the time, as well as at what we would call the future. But that wouldn't necessarily be like the future to him, right? So he is experiencing um, past, present, future, all as current realities. That is the eternality of God. Okay, he doesn't necessarily experience those things in a succession of time, but rather all as current realities. Does that make sense? Hopefully you're tracking. Um, And if you're having a little harder time wrapping your head around it, it's okay. Not alone. But that's what we see, okay? But even though that's the case, even though he is not bound by time, Scripture is also clear that God acts within time, okay? Like we see, for example, Galatians 4.4, but when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth his son. Okay, so there's this interacting in time still. Okay, we see God interacting in time. And so we need to be careful not to think that since God is not limited to time, that he is then somehow kind of impersonal and not really involved in time. But rather, scripture is clear that even though God is not bound by time, he still acts within time. Okay, so again, hopefully... Hopefully you're still with me. Hopefully you're still tracking. Um, But again, this is another attribute of God that's a little harder for us to wrap our minds around because, again, like I mentioned before, this is different from how we experience time. We experience a progression of time and it's kind of successive moments of time and we're bound to that. But God isn't. Okay? And really, this points us back to the first attribute we started with um, in the study of attributes, which is that God is other. And this is another example of that, that he is in his own distinct, unique category. And so, again, not just a better version of ourselves, but rather is completely unique. And we see that even in how he relates to time. Okay, it's different from us. Yeah, there's some similarities where when he acts in time, um, we see that. But the fact that he experiences all time as present realities, past, present, future, all that, that is completely different to us. Right? Because when, again, we are in successive moments, right? When I do something, when I'm like, I don't know, when I throw a ball, right? At one moment, I have a ball. And then the next moment I don't, okay? Those are two different kind of realities there for me. Like, I'm experiencing them differently. But for God, it's all present realities, okay? And so, again, maybe that's trying to hard to wrap your mind around. Um, But again, that's that reminder that he is different from us. He is distinct and unique, and that should humble us and lead us to worship our great God. 
Okay, and so that starts to kind of connect into our application here as I like to draw these things back to some application. I think one of the first ones is humility, right? Whenever my brain starts hurting, as my mind starts hurting, uh, when I'm trying to grasp certain realities about God, it's just a further confirmation and reminder that I'm not God. Okay, I'm not God. And so I'm not going to be able to fully grasp everything about him. Because if I did, then what? I'd be God too. Okay, so I'm not going to be able to do that. And so it creates that humility, that awe, that worship of a God who is different than me um, in a completely different way. Okay. Two, I think um, another application is we can have confidence in God and his promises. Okay, if he's experiencing past, present, future, all that uh, kind of as present realities, uh, then he's not going to forget his promises. I think for us, again, we're different to where we can make certain promises. And then as time goes on, we can forget we made those promises, right? Maybe those of you with kids can remember that or, or have experienced that where that you might have a kid that comes up to you. Hey, remember when you promised me this? And you're like, what in the world I promised that? And they kind of latch on, but we forget. Okay, we forget, but God won't. He will remember his promises, will be faithful to fulfill them, okay? And then just the reality that God will always be there for us. Okay, he is past, present, future. Like there is no beginning. There is also no end. And so he will always be there for us as well. And so we can take great comfort in that as well. Okay, and so hopefully as we consider the eternality of God, that God is eternal, hopefully that uh, kind of challenges our thinking as well as brings us comfort as well. Okay, and so that's already our 10 minutes are already kind of up here and Hopefully that gets a good intro into this topic of the eternality of God. And so that's going to do it for today's episode. And we'll catch you all next time.